You're listening to Faith with Friends podcast, where we talk about faith, relationships, and spiritual growth. Welcome to our circle and the conversation where we seek to know God and make Him known. Now, here's your host, Lisa Lorenzo. Today, we have an exciting topic that will help us to prioritize prayer and the reading of God's Word. We're going to be exploring Hebrews chapter 3, a powerful chapter that calls us to have a steadfast faith. So grab your Bible, so grab your Bible, open your heart, and let's dive in. The Amplified Translation reads like this, Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, thoughtfully and attentively consider the apostle and the high priest whom we confessed as ours when we accepted him as Savior, namely Jesus. This verse reminds us to fix our thoughts on Jesus. He is the centerpiece of our faith and the one that we should be looking to for guidance, for help, for salvation. As we commit to reading the Bible, we immerse ourselves in the teaching and life of Jesus. And it's through this intentional focus on Him that we can grow in our faith and be strengthened in our relationship with God. In 2 Timothy 3 verses 16 and 17, it says that all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, reproofing, for correction, and for training in righteousness that the man or woman of God may become complete and equipped for every good work. That means that as we read the Bible, God's word transforms us. We encounter God's wisdom and instruction and truth, and then he equips us for every good work. That means he has purpose for us. He has created a good work for each of us, and then he equips us and prepares us to do it, helping us to grow into the people God intended us to be. So let's pause for a moment and think, how has reading God's word impacted your life? Are there specific instances where you have experienced transformation through the scripture? Think about times like that. And if you haven't experienced it, then I encourage you and dig into God's word. He desires to reveal himself to us. In Hebrews 3, verses 7 and 8, it says, So as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear his voice, don't harden your heart like you did in rebellious times, during the time of your testing in the wilderness. What does that mean? The Israelites had a time of disobedience and the consequence they faced for hardening their hearts against God. And it challenges us to heed God's voice so that we do not repeat the same mistake. And in connection to this in Psalm 95 verses 7 and 8, for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as you did in the wilderness. The psalmist here reinforces the message of Hebrews urging us not to harden our heart when it comes to hearing God's voice. Instead, we're called to be responsive and obedient to Him. When we prioritize anything other than God's Word, anything or anyone other than God and His Word, we're hardening our hearts. We're telling God that this is my priority. Tozer put it like this, nothing less than the whole Bible can make a whole Christian. Nothing less than the whole Bible can make a whole Christian. And this shows us the significance of reading the entire Bible, not just selective portions. It's through this comprehensive understanding of God's word that we can fully grasp his character, his promises, and his will for our lives. Imagine if I send you a letter and you only read every third line. You wouldn't truly be able to understand my message or what I was saying. As a matter of fact, it would probably lead to more confusion and misunderstanding than when you started. Charles Spurgeon also expressed the impact of prayer in our spiritual lives. He said, true prayer is neither mere mental exercise nor vocal performance. 
It is far deeper than that. It is a spiritual transaction with the creator of all heaven and earth. Prayer is not just a routine or a duty or something we check off our list. It's certainly not just handing God your to-do list. It's a means of communing with our Heavenly Father, pouring out your heart before Him. It is through prayer that you and I can start to align our hearts with God's will, spending time with Him and learning about Him. Let's go back to Hebrews chapter 3, verses 12 and 13 says, See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you have a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But instead, encourage one another daily as long as it is called today. Why? So that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We're reminded to guard our hearts against sin and unbelief. Listen, I know that when you pray for a long time, you can get to the point that you're like, do you even hear my prayers? He's never going to do this. He's never going to change this situation. And he might not. But if you're connected to God in prayer, he changes you. But we are called to support and uplift one another, encouraging one another in this journey called faith. Because Why? Because doing so, we prevent our hardness of our hearts. We can point each other. I have one friend that always tells me, look up, look up. When I'm complaining about what's going on around me, she reminds me to look up. I have another friend who will remind me immediately, let's go to the scripture and see what God has to say about it. I have yet another friend that says, if you take all of the emotion out of it and look at the facts, let's see what God could be doing in your life. What do you think God is trying to teach you? I remember her saying one time, I'm not going to pray that God would remove this burden. I'm going to pray that he strengthens you through it. Galatians 6 verse 2 reminds us to bear one another's burdens because it fulfills the law of Christ. We weren't meant to walk on this path alone, but by encouraging and supporting our fellow believers, we strengthen our faith and create a community of love and accountability. Not just love and support, also accountability. Are there individuals in your life who can serve as prayer partners, encouragers? Do you actively pray for your friends? Or when they come to you complaining, do you just offer some really good, strong advice and hang up the phone? I challenge you in this life, in this walk of faith, we cannot afford not to pray for one another. Hebrews 3 verse 14 says, For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. We have this incredible privilege as believers to share in Christ's life. It encourages us to hold firm to the faith, to remain steadfast in our commitment to God, even and especially, I'd say, in face of challenges and trials. I want to leave you with this thought. Just as physical exercise strengthens our bodies, the spiritual discipline of reading God's word and praying strengthens our faith. We're not left the same. Let us prioritize these in our lives, seeking to know God and make him known, seeking to align our hearts with his will. Remember, reading God's word and praying aren't just a task that we can take off our list. They're opportunities. We don't have to pray. We get to pray. We don't have to read God's word. We get to read God's word. And it's the opportunity for intimate communion with our Father. Considering these things, sit back and listen as I read Hebrews 3 in its entirety. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and our high priest. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Jesus was found worthy of greater honor than Moses, just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything. Moses was faithful as a servant in God's house. 
bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future. But Christ is faithful as son over God's house, and we are his house, if indeed we hold firmly to the confidence and hope in which we glory. Verse 7. So, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the wilderness, where your ancestors tested and tried me, though for 40 years they saw what I did. That's why I was angry with that generation. I said, their hearts are always going astray and they have not known my ways. So I declared on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But instead, encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you will harden your heart to sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end. Today, if you hear my voice, don't harden your heart as in the rebellion. Who were they who heard and rebelled? Were they not all those whom Moses led out of Egypt? And with whom was he angry for 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose body perished in the wilderness? And to whom did God swear that they would never enter into rest, if not to those who disobeyed? As we see, they were not able to enter into rest because of unbelief. Wow, what a challenge and a warning is given to you and I. I pray that as you hear this, it's just not words on a page or something being read out loud that you would stop and ask yourself, am I hardening my heart? Has my heart become hardened, unforgiving, bored with the word of God, quick to cut my prayer short? Today, today is the day. You can repent. You can ask God for help. You can invite him into your situation, into your heart, into your life. You can turn over those doubts and fears and whatever it is that you're experiencing, trials and heartache, give them to God, but don't harden your heart, friend. Open your heart wide open and ask God to come in. Remember that growing in faith is a lifelong journey, and he gives us friends and sisters and brothers to help us along the way to encourage and support each other. And I hope that I and you are that encouragement to others. So today, remember that we share a heavenly calling. Remember to fix your thoughts on Jesus. And remember that Christ is faithful over God's house, and you and I are God's house. So when you go through times of testing in the wilderness, instead of hardening your heart, soften your heart, Bring your burdens to Jesus so that you and I can experience the transformational power that is in Jesus. Well, friends, our time is up. I hope that you found this episode encouraging, and I hope that you'll take a little time right now to examine your heart. Talk to God about it. Are you rebelling against God, running from him, or hardening your heart? You can't love God more than you love God's word. So if you think you love God and you haven't spent any time praying or, or studying God's word this week, today is the perfect day. Until next time. Thanks for joining us for today's Faith with Friends podcast. We hope you will like and subscribe as we continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Faith with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you forward to your friends so our circle will continue to grow?